Sipple Kane has reached the Indochina plantation town of Leo Kai in company with Connie and Big Scoop. They have taken rooms in Madame Sue's small hotel. But April is worried about Terry and Pat Ryan. They've not shown up, although they've been gone from the hotel since early morning. Now it is night. And there's a tropical storm lashing through the jungle. We'll learn more about today's transcribed adventure in just a moment. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. If you're going to get a super football team together, you'd naturally sign up all the stars. Well, it's the same way when a company like Libby's makes an all-star juice drink, one that scores heavy with everybody's tasters. Libby picks the stars. And in the case of Libby's Super Extra Swell Tomato Juice, that's the exact story. Only juice from prized tomatoes ripened on the vine, real stars of the garden are used. And to give that prized garden fresh juice that extra care it deserves, Libby carefully cans it pronto, so none of that rich-tasting, mouth-watering flavor escapes. Boy, oh boy, my tongue's practically hanging out for a glass full right now. I wish I were home like you are. I'd make a beeline to the refrigerator and help myself to a big glass of Libby's tomato juice. It's so doggone good and more than good. It gives you important vitamins. Now, for instance, Libby's tomato juice is rich in vitamin C. It's also a swell source of vitamin A. And that's not all. Libby's tomato juice also contains vitamins B1 and G. So make sure you've always got some of this grand-tasting juice in the icebox. It's a pepper-upper the whole family will go for. Now, just be certain Mother asks for Libby's tomato juice. L-I-B-B-Y-S. Libby's. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Well, April Kane has good reason to be worried about Terry Lee and Pat Ryan. Although she doesn't know it, they have fallen into a sub-basement of an ancient jungle temple and have not found their way out. With no light, feeling their way through the inky darkness, they were in a tough spot. And then Terry suddenly said, Look, Pat, isn't that a light just ahead? Yeah, just a sliver of light. Like it's coming from under a door. Yeah, it isn't daylight. It's a lamplighter. Mm, your guess was right, Terry. We aren't alone here after all. But that door, who's beyond it on the other side? I don't know, but I'm aiming to find out mighty quick. Let's go easy, Pat. Plenty easy. Come on. Get that gun out. Stick close to me. We'll ease up close and take a listen at the door. Okay, but watch your step. We don't want to fall through any more traps. Maybe nobody's 
here just now. Then why the light? Don't ask me sensible questions. Come on. There, on that cot. Look there. Somebody's asleep. Or dead. Dead people don't like candles. Yeah, but all this is creepy business. We're in a jungle packed into a charm. Bourgeois. We're on the plexus plantation, too. Well, now I get my gun ready. What? Who's that? Listen, mister. Haven't you all done enough? Hold on, man. I'll reach the artillery. Take your hand away from that gun. Who are you? We're not part of the Baron Plexus gang, if that's on your mind. How'd you get here? What do you want? I've had enough trouble. Okay, I'll talk sensibly. You're not injured or ill, are you? I'm all right. Who are you and what do you want? Sheriff, I'd like to introduce you to April's oldest brother, Mr. Dylan Kane. Dylan Kane? Well, how do you know him? I mean, uh, glad to meet you, sir. Yes, that's my name. Dylan Kane. But what's this about April? Well, my name's Pat Ryan. Oh, yes. Yes, I served you and Terry. Had a letter from April several months ago and she told me. Well, unless our plans are all wrong, your kid sister should be at Madame Sue's hotel right now. Come here. Come, come closer so I can see you. And, and, and what brought you in here? Oh, a lot of things, Mr. Kane. But right now, well, we're here because we fell through a trap door right by accident. We didn't expect to find you here or any place else for that matter. We'll find a way out, sir. But let's hear what happened to you. To me? You disappeared from the Everstone Plantation some time ago. We just arrived in Leo Kai. We were trying to find out what happened to Mr. Kane. Well, gentlemen, in the first place, you're looking at the biggest fool you ever saw. Oh, I don't know. Here's the line formed with the light, and I'm in there, too. Sure, we, we found this small metal case with your initials on it. Yes. Yes, that's mine. And topside near the temple, we found this cartridge shell. If we'd been smart, we would have figured out that something was wrong about this place. <laughs> no, you're not the only fool, Mr. Kane. Well, let me explain what happened, Mr. Ryan. Then you'll understand. Go ahead, I'm all ears. Well, I was at Madame Steve's hotel one day. An ex-American gangster was there, feeling pretty good and mighty talky. Well, he got to boasting about working for a bound to play. Now, I guess I kind of egged him on. Must have been a chap like Slugger Dunn, eh, Harry? Yeah. And then, Mr. King? Well, a lot of freight. Self-labeled palm implements had been coming through, and I wondered what it was all about. And this chap told me about an amazing plan the Baron had. Well, I'll cut the story short. No, no, tell us everything. Well, what's a high spot then? After I heard the story from this hoodlum, I went back to the plantation but decided not to say a word about it. The next day, I get a note from the hoodlum. They wanted me to meet him at a place of junk. So you went? Yeah, I figured he was worried on account of what he'd told me. I was going to tell him to forget it and that it was none of my business. Well, I went to the appointed place. It was about sundown. Suddenly, I was drunk from behind. Who was it? I don't know. Somebody in a black robe, a black man. Did you put up a fight? Yes. Now you can see I'm no weakling. And what happened? The black man soon found he had his hands with it. He got free and ran down the jungle trail. I followed him to this old temple. He ran through the door, and when I hit the step right behind him, I fell through. Just like we did, Pat. And I've been here ever since. Well, but, but wait. How did you manage to live if you were a prisoner down here? Very simple, Mr. Ryan. Now, look up there. You see that small round hole in the ceiling? Yeah. Never day, food, water, and candles were let in through that hole in the ceiling. So you're a prisoner of the plexus, just as we thought, Pat. 
Mr. Kane knew too much about the Baron's plan to establish an airport for the invaders. And making fire across the border and going turn. Yeah. Hey, gentlemen, I don't think you understand. That's not what Baron DePlexus plans to do. He doesn't? You know the type of man DePlexus is. Yes. And his co-worker, the Dragon Age. Are they out to involve themselves in this far eastern world? No, hardly. They're after something for themselves. Gold? Miss Lee, you have the idea exactly. Gold. Well, but the how? What is the Baron's plan then? <laughs> it's so simple, it's difficult to believe. The Baron plans to go to certain western China cities and pick up certain rich people who are running away from the invader. Well, sure, in almost every country there are people who are out to save their gold and their hides by running away. And so it is with easy. They have gold, they want to escape, but loan over the border before the war or the armies arrive. So the Texas makes a deal. He ferries them here to his plantation, takes their money, and turns them loose in the jungle. Well, what do you know? They won't put up a fight. They can't go to the police because they're breaking the law, too. And there, gentlemen, is the bound to Plexus plan. It's all very strange, Jim Kane, very strange. If the Plexus wants you out of the way, why doesn't he kill you? Yeah, I've had plenty of time to think about that. You do a lot of thinking when you're a prisoner in a place like this. And so? I've come to the conclusion that I'm not the prisoner of Baron DePlexus at all. What? Just what I said, young man. I have a feeling that somebody else is keeping me here. Well, but, but who could it be? I wish I knew. Listen. Huh? There's somebody. Yeah. yeah that's, that's my dear. He comes every night about this time. Yes. Storm must be old. I mean, waiting over to see what happens. Sorry. Let's get outside. Just, just move back out of the light with you. That's all. Just out of the light. You can see up there. He'll remove a circular stone in a moment. Did he ever talk to you, sir? Never. I've called to him, but it's no use. He never asked. Maybe, maybe it's a native. No, I think not. An idiot wouldn't send me so much food. He'd say something for himself. Here it comes. Lowering a package. It's always the same. Candle. Jug of water, small wicker basket of cooked meat and fruit. Now we sit down. I'll untie the things from the rope. Look over the rope up. That's how he knows I'm still alive and well. Well, why don't you why don't you send him a note tied to the rope? I've tried everything you could ever think of. I've pretended to be talking to other people down here. I've received food, I've said I was ill, I've tried every possible trick. But it's no use. You see? See what kind of up there. And that's all you were here for your captive? Until tomorrow night at this time. Yes. Really, the only way I can tell if it's night or day. Well, let's take a look at the stuff. Yes. Here you are. He's cleaned up the hole in the ceiling. Ryan, you'll find no clues when you examine that food or the container. I've had hours to study the articles. It's no use. To ever keep in here is clever. More clever, I believe, than down the plexus. How about the dragon lady? Unfortunately, I've never encountered the woman. Although I understand she has an interest in the deflexus plantation. Well, she's clever enough for anybody. I can't explain it. But I have a feeling that the plexus, or the dragon lady, are not keeping me here. It's somebody else. Somebody I don't know. Yes, somebody who knows me. It's all a mystery. Well, 
He's cleared up one mystery. He finally knew Mr. Kane. And he's learning what the band detective's plans are. But now we're up against another puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, two puzzles. Now, first, how to get out of here. And second, who has been holding Dylan Kane's prisoner in his school? Well, let's attack the first puzzle first. Let's find a way out of here. We got in, and that means we can get out. Well, what's the answer to all this? Well, your answer is as good as mine because mystery and danger always have me up a tree, and I'm no good at guessing. But stand by, and I'll tell you what to look for in tomorrow's adventure. Now, when you ask your mother to get some Libby's tomato juice, why don't you make this suggestion? Why don't you ask her to keep a can or two in the refrigerator all the time? Then you can just dip in whenever you feel like it, and you'll feel like it plenty often. It's so marvelously good. Libby's tomato juice is a wonderful between-meal drink because it doesn't take away your appetite for regular meals. Remember, one way you can help win the war is to buy United States defense bonds and stamps. Well, now that Dylan Payne has been found, let's keep an eye on Detectives and April Keene and the peculiar Madam C. My guess is that the mystery tomorrow for another chance to stay tomorrow for another chance.